This is the new BYD Dolphin. I'll be checking out its exterior stylings, the interior oceanic theme, driving it over various conditions, plus taking it on a road trip from Auckland to a popular NZ holiday destination. I'm Major Maidment with the BYD Dolphin. The BYD Dolphin comes in two models in New Zealand. There's the Standard and Extended. For this review, I'm driving the Extended. First up, price. It's priced from 55,990 with a 60 kilowatt hour battery, a WLTP range of 425 kilometers, not to 107 seconds. Other vehicles to compete with this would include the MG4, the GWM Aura, Maybe you'd be looking at the next model up, BYD, the Atto 3, and also with BYD targeting this for the fleet market, also the Toyota Corolla. The extended range comes in a two-tone option compared to the single color for the uh, standard range. I really like this exterior Atlantis gray with the black roof. On the inside, it's matched with black and gray. Other color options include coral pink and urban gray with a gray peak interior, Surf blue and urban grey with a blue and black interior. So the colour match even goes down to the down to the wheels here. The front look doesn't really give me a lot of wow factor. Having said that, once it's out and about into the wild, I do think it stands out compared to other cars. It does have LED lights, but there is no frunk under the hood. These creases also give the car a bit of character and 17 inch wheels. From the back, it still has build your dreams, like the Addo 3, although it's covered in, so um, some people have taken that off on the Addo 3, but you can't do that here, but it does look better. In fact, some markets in Europe are actually not putting that on the new Addo 3s. They've got the BYD Dolphin here, I mean, that's probably all you really need. Does have a great LED light bar coming through here. Little windscreen wiper, a little bit of a spoiler. And then you've got the boot, which is a manual open. 345 litres with the seats up, 1310 litres with the seats down. In the back seat, there is impressive room for a car this size. I've got the uh, front seat in my position. You know, I'm not too bad, actually. The back seat's also a lot more roomy compared to the MG4, although the MG4 boot is slightly larger. Look at these little fins for the um, handles. It's probably more of a stingray than a dolphin, I reckon. So I'm going to drive to a popular holiday destination. I'm leaving South Auckland and I'm going to Mount Monganui which is sort of in Tauranga. It's about 180 kilometers. Um, and my currently on my specs, on my little info dash here, I've got 85% charge. And it says I've got a range of 418 kilometers. The WLTP rating is 427 fully charged for this car. So I do expect a bit of drop off from that, say 15, maybe even 20%. I will be driving normally. I've got the AC on a little bit because it's hot. So we'll see how that goes. The Dolphin's single front wheel drive motor produces 150 kilowatts of power and 310 newton meters of torque. Three driving modes, sport, eco, and normal. 
there are two options for regenerative braking, high and standard, no one pedal drive. The Dolphin also features a heat pump which increases the thermal efficiency of the battery. First impressions of this car for driving was that really the seat's really comfortable. Um, this being a smaller car, I thought I might feel a little bit squashed. However, this seat is very comfortable. There's plenty of adjustments on the sides there. A big plus is the headroom. I think it's very impressive. Um, even with the sunroof there, it's um, headroom is great. I'm not having to hunch up at all. So I really appreciate that. Out the back is quite a smallish view. But you have got, of course, the rear cameras, which are awesome. There's a little bit of road noise, but I wouldn't say it's off-putting. Um, it's pretty quiet, really, inside. I'm not getting any wind noise. Visibility, fantastic. Great view out the front. It's very spacious. The uh, dash here has all the key information. Um, it moves with the steering wheel, so you can adjust it. And you're not losing the visibility of it. I like the steering wheel. I like the flattened off bottom. I'd say the steering is mm, softish. I can easily do a long drive in this car. Start and stop button right there. Stopping, put on the brake, press it. Screen comes on. Very fluid, not laggy at all the screen. Apple CarPlay is not wireless, but the Android is. So you've got the instrument cluster in front, easy to read. Has factors such as total mileage, remaining driving range, gear status, average speed, regenerative braking. So pretty well all the functions are there. Steering wheel, you've got the controls, which are the same as the Addo 3. Panoramic view, screen mode, cruise control. Um, here, they've got buttons, shortcuts, air conditioner, heater, there's a volume there. Now this here is your actual gear control, which I consider very dinky. I see their point of view of trying to keep everything nice and clean, but I think I prefer a bigger gear stick. It gets a bit confusing when you're just doing sort of little backwards and forwards. So that's reverse, neutral, drive, and park. It does come up on your screen. You gotta give BYD points for the interior styling, speakers, they might dust up a little bit, but uh, one annoyance though is you see this, you get this reflection from um, the front in there. Quite often it reflects up into the windscreen. Um, and that's a little bit annoying. Uh, so charger, and then you've got your park. Two drink bottles, some more storage here. So then you've got more storage underneath here. 12 volt charger, uh, two USBs. Little lights. And then the big thing is the, um, well I call it the sunroof. The slide, the slide here closes and slides open, but it doesn't, the actual um, glass doesn't open up like the Anno 3. So passenger seat also pretty comfortable. Um, good leg room, space there, little width. So um, quite an enjoyable 
place to be as well. It's a bit tight there. Mmm. That's not so good. I wish you could buy it. Just get it in there. Same on the driver's side. I wouldn't say the door bins are extensive, but there is space there. Just a couple of little niggles. There's lots of bings and bongs potentially happening. It's a bit like rolling through a TikTok feed with the sound on. Just driving though, when you've got the um, you know lane assist, you do feel that sort of a jerky action of the car correcting your laneage. I think that could be fine-tuned a bit more. There is the party trick of the rotating screen. Although it does uh, slightly block the air vent there. And also when you go to portrait, you can't actually use your Apple CarPlay or your Android. Just in regard to driving style of going from petrol to EV, after doing you know, a few Ks in this car, I would say I have you know, slightly modified my driving style to a more conservative approach. Nothing major, but I am, you know, thinking about it a little bit. What's my range like? What distance can I cover? How can I a little bit be a little bit more efficient in my driving? Which is easy to achieve. For example, you haven't got your foot on the brake so much with the the regen side of things, and maybe just ease back a little bit and enjoy the drive. I've been cruising along quite enjoyably, just going through Matamata, over on Lord of the Rings, Alberton. I'm just entering now beautiful Tauranga, or hanging right to Rotorua. Oh no. Got a Kaimai's detour. Oh no. And is in any good holiday. Detour, unplanned events. I wouldn't say good holiday, to be honest. So, um, oh, I saw that sign before and I was thinking, I don't think that's right. So with a detour, for I don't know where I'm going, I'm just gonna look at the old battery charge, 45%. That's just brought a little bit of stress into play. Should be right. I guess one thing that was the charging, it's, it is a slow charge. I did ch put it on the charger overnight with the charger provided and that seemed very slow. I was at 25% to start with and then I was only at uh, 50 odd eight hours later so you probably look want to look at something a little bit more of a um, more gruntier home charging device dc charging is a bit slowish byd says an 80 kilowatt dc charger can replenish the battery from 30 to 80 percent in 29 minutes you do get a free vehicle to load adapter official energy efficiency stats are 15.9 kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers which is in the ballpark of what i achieved probably one big advantage of this car is the blade battery the blade battery technology is a key
component of this car. I'm in Tauranga now and I'm just making my way through the Cameron Road Roadworks and this to finish off this video and at uh, at the Mount or driving from South Auckland Kaimai's detouring to Rotorua and then to Tauranga and to the Mount I'd say I found the drive I'm gonna say pleasant would probably be the best would describe it this is a smaller car um, but I didn't have that sort of, you know, get out of a smaller car and be squashed and hunched up and aching. As I've mentioned earlier, the seat's... Let that guy It's comfortable. It's spacious. It's a comfortable car for a decent drive in. It's well suited to around town like now. Turns well in a tight space. I wouldn't describe it as a... hasn't got sort of like a hot hatch feel. It's more of a... I think just the sort of a stable family drive kind of vehicle. So, you know, low center of gravity, it's well balanced, steering wheel I found comfortable. So I think just like a comfortable drive is the best way to sum it up. Even though I freaked out a bit getting here after the detour, it still made it very easily in the end. So really it's just, you know, finding out what your car can do over different conditions is another thing. If you've got any questions on the car, let me know in the comments below and I can try to answer them for you so here we go we're at the mounts popular tourist destination sun surf and an awesome beach please like subscribe and share because it helps me get more cars to test drive and more information to share